Welcome back to more Money Minutes for Doctors. This is episode number six, where we're going to be talking about year-end financial planning and strategies for doctors. So welcome back. I'm Catherine Vesnes, your host. I'm also the CEO and founder of MD Financial Advisors. So you know, when it comes to year-end planning, a lot of us are trying to stay on budget when it comes to holiday spending, but that's not the only financial issue that you should be considering. Today, we're gonna be talking about taxes, Roths, required minimum distributions, and much, much more. You won't wanna miss it. Now, if you've got further questions, or if there's a particular topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, please reach out to us. You can do that at info at mdfinancialadvisors.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on social media at MD Financial Advisors so you don't miss an episode. So as we approach the end of the year, there's certain things every doctor really needs to think about when it comes to their finances. So let's talk about taxes first. Such a great topic, right? So a key thing you want to keep in mind, believe it or not, is your tax bracket. In the United States, we have what we think of as a stair-step system. The first few dollars are not taxed at all. The next are taxed at a little higher rate. And then finally, it goes up to the very top rate. So it's very important that you know which tax bracket your highest dollars are in, because that can make a big decision on certain uh, investment choices that you're making or certain strategies that we're going to be talking about in a minute. Now, we've recently added to our practice a new tool called the Tax Clarity Tool, and I'm actually using it this afternoon with a client. And this particular client is considering doing some Roth conversions. Do we take some money from an IRA and do we convert it to a Roth? And this calculator allows us to guess pretty closely. It is a guest month, but we're getting pretty close to what the actual taxes will be. And what we're trying to do, our goal is to actually stay under the next highest bracket, but to use up as much of the current bracket, which is gonna be lower in taxes as possible. Now let's talk about how that would work with a Roth conversion. So maybe you've got an IRA of 20,000, 50, 100,000, or even more, and you'd really like to take this advantage of current lower tax rates to move that money into a Roth IRA. So we wanna take your current IRA that's never been taxed move it to a Roth IRA. And you can do some or all of that, it's called a conversion. But we wanna pay particular attention to how much we're converting, partly because you're going to have to pay the tax bill on whatever is converted. We want to make sure that we avoid the next highest tax bracket because of course that's gonna be saving you money. So consider Roth conversions and let's do a little math to see if that makes sense for you to do this year. Next thing to be thinking about is your retirement plan. This is a good time for you to check on your work accounts. I find many clients have no idea if they're using the pre-tax option or the Roth option. Now, for most of our clients, we're recommending using the Roth option to your 401k or your 403b, if it's available to you. Most of our clients have it available now. Now, the exception could be if you're a high earning doctor in a high tax state. So if you're an orthopedic surgeon, orthodontist, you're California, New York, New Jersey, Minnesota, then we wanna take a deeper dive because you're in a very high tax situation now, but you're also likely to be in a high tax situation in retirement. So sometimes in those cases, 
we go ahead, we use the pre-tax option. We know we're saving some taxes this year, but of course we will be paying the piper down the road. But it's something that we have to weigh the pros and cons with. So once again, check your work accounts. For most of our clients, we're gonna be recommending the Roth option at work with your Roth 401k or Roth 403b. Now let's talk a little bit about another tax-free option, the Roth IRAs. So direct Roth IRAs, the IRS in their wisdom have said that if you're a single and you file taxes as a single person and you make less than 139,000 this year, then you can do a direct Roth IRA contribution. If you're married and filing jointly, that number goes up to 169,000. The nice thing about this is the deadline for doing it for 2020 is actually April 15th of 2021. Now, I will be frank, I can't think of a single one of our attending physician clients that qualify for this because they're over those income levels, but this is usually a great option for a resident and a fellow. So something to take uh, into consideration. If you're under 50, you can do uh, $6,000 this year. If you're over 50, you can actually do $7,000. Now, because most of our clients make too much money to do that direct Roth IRA contribution, we sometimes look at doing a backdoor Roth IRA. Now, this is a totally legal tax loophole. We've been using it for the last 10 years. And this works great for the doctors who do not have an existing IRA that has never been taxed. So yes, it's a little convoluted and there's a little extra paper tech, uh, paperwork involved, but we first open up an IRA. We put in, let's assume it's a doctor under uh, 50. We put in 6,000 in that IRA and then we convert it to a Roth IRA. Now, the key thing to know about here is if we're doing backdoor Roth IRAs for you, we have to get all the paperwork completed into our custodian by December 15th. So keep in mind, the end of the year is a very, very busy time. If the paperwork isn't processed quickly uh, at the custodian and maybe they can't get it all done till say January 2nd, then we've lost the opportunity to do it for this year. So it's very important that we have everything settled and done by December 15th to make sure it counts in 2020 and doesn't carry over into 2021. Now, if you've been listening to some of our podcasts, you know we've been talking a lot about side gig incomes and how you can earn some extra money. So solo 401ks are what's also called independent 401ks and also solo Roth 401ks are something that can be used by those doctors who have 1099 income. Uh, this can be a great, great advantage to you because you can increase the amount of money that's going in pre-tax. It can save you money. Or it can also increase the amount that you're getting into the tax-free bucket. Now, when are the deadlines? It depends. Some of our CPAs want to make sure that their clients get their solo 401ks, whether it's Roth or pre-tax, funded by December 31st. I've also seen some CPAs tell their clients they have until March 15th and others have until April 15th. So I would check with your CPA just to make sure that you don't miss the deadline that they think is very important for you. If you wanna be on the safe side, let's try to get it done by the end of the year. Now, some doctors who've got other side gig income may wanna do something called a SEP IRA or a simple IRA. 
Now, the limits are here a little differently. A simple IRA, you can put up to 13,500 in it. And if you're over 50, you can add an extra 3,000. So that can take you to 16,500 if you're over 50. The nice thing about the simple IRA is you have until April 15th to do this for tax year 2020 to still reduce your taxes for 2020. Now, if you're doing a SEP, you can actually do 25% of your net earnings into a SEP IRA up to $57,000 this year. Once again, the deadline for that too is April 15th, 2021. Now let's go on to required minimum distributions. Now, if you've listened to our previous podcasts, you know that having that um, IRA or that retirement account is lovely in a pre-tax form because you're not paying tax on it today, but there does come a day when you have to pay Uncle Sam. And that's called required minimum distributions. Uncle Sam says, we've waited long enough for our money. You've got to pull it out of those retirement accounts. And by the way, we want our cut. Well, due to COVID, Congress waived required minimum distributions for this year, for 2020. So that's the good news. You don't have to take them. Now, sometimes for our clients, we recommend that they do take some or all of that anyway, because it's a chance to get some of that converted to a Roth IRA. They would have been um, paying the tax on it, but it's a rare opportunity where they can pay the tax and actually get it converted to a Roth IRA at the same time. So that might be appropriate for you. If you've already made a, a required minimum distribution this year, some clients, we can undo that. Uh, it's a tricky situation, does not work for all. If you think that you're in that boat, please call us right away so that we can double check and see what's gonna work for you. Now, the age for required minimum distributions has been increased. It used to be 70 and a half, and now it's 72. And these are due by April 1st of the following year. Now, a tax strategy that we may want to be using for uh, other clients in the future, or for certain clients, I should say, is qualified charitable distributions. This is going to work in future years. So if you're required to take that required minimum distribution, but you really don't need the money, or maybe you don't want to pay the additional taxes on it, we can do something called a qualified charitable distribution, which is where you're going to be donating money straight from your IRA to a qualified charity. And when you do that, you don't have to pay taxes on that money. So it's something to think about going forward. Now, as I've alluded to before, it's really important to get everything done early. So these custodians have these guaranteed dates and very often they'll tell you that if you want this to process and be calculated by the end of the year, then it needs to be into them by that quote guaranteed date. That's why we tell our clients December 15th, just to be on the safe side for anything that we're doing this year. If that custodian gets the paperwork after their quote guaranteed date, they will tell you they're going to try to process it by the end of the year, but they're not going to guarantee anything. So it could end up being done into 2021. So once again, if you don't want your Roth IRA to land on January 2nd, which means you've lost the chance to do it in 2020, let's make sure that we get all the paperwork done by December 15th. Now back to side gig or 1099 income. If you have a side gig or, or any 1099 income from moonlighting or whatever the source may be, we want to make sure that you're deducting everything you possibly can. Now, a frequent item that I see missed is a lot of our doctors have not been deducting that home office deduction. 
So let's assume you've got some side gig income, you've got an office at home, and let's say it's a percentage is 10% of your total home space. Now that does allow you to deduct 10% of certain household expenses that you're already paying for. So this would include things like your utilities, your water, your heat, your electricity, any of those things that you're paying. Well, guess what? We can now deduct 10%. And if your square footage of your office is 15 or 20% of your total square footage, then you could deduct 15 or 20% of the utilities. Another item is home repairs. I will tell you, I've had my handyman out a lot this year. I don't know if it's COVID or what's going on, but I keep track of every time he's there because I'm gonna be able to deduct part of his home repair uh, costs to me. Your household cleaners, your lawn services, snow removal, um, landscape artists, whatever we have, just a whole host of other issues related to household maintenance can be excluded from your taxes, but very important that you keep good records of this. And you can also do deductions for certain other things that include uh, major repairs around the house. Maybe you needed a new furnace, like I needed last year, or this year for me, it was hot water heaters. Once again, I'll be able to deduct about 10% of that uh, as a home office deduction. Now, if you have a substantial 1099 income, we strongly recommend talking to your accountant before the end of the year, so you can do the proper tax planning before it gets too late. And once again, we're more than happy to work with your accountant. And if you need a recommendation for an accountant, let us know. Uh, we'll be happy to give you some accounts that we've really enjoyed working with. So in conclusion, yes, there's a lot of items to think about towards the end of the year. Uh, once again, talk to your financial advisor first, and then it probably makes sense to have a year-end meeting with your accountant too. Please let us know if you need a meeting to review any of these issues, because we want to make sure that we can meet with you and your accountant before the end of the year. So please follow us on social media. And if you found this helpful, I hope you did. I would so appreciate it if you forward it to your colleagues. And once again, you know my mission is really bringing a sense of peace to all of our clients. I really want them to make their lives better. And one of the ways I think we can do that is really getting a handle on their finances. So I consider it part of my personal mission to help you get a strong sense of peace about your financial future. Send us your questions. I love answering those. And if you have any topics you'd like us to consider for the future, once again, forward those on to us at info at mdfinancialadvisors.com. In the meantime, please stay healthy and prosper.